Hey everybody, this is Chuck Smith with the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show and I am coming to you after a 1-0 victory for Bayern Munich over FC Augsburg in what was a very up-and-down game for Hansi Flick and his boys. Uh, it is three points though, so everyone can be happy about that, but the manner in which the game went down was probably not going to please a lot of fans, but in the end, three points is three points. Let's just talk a little bit about the logistics of the game and how we got to 1-0. Uh, in the 13th minute of the first half, Augsburg was called for a handball and Mr. Automatic Robert Lewandowski strode to the spot, drilled home the PK, and put Bayern Munich up 1-0. Unfortunately for the Bavarian, that was the last goal they would score of the contest, and... It was, uh, you know, it was a great shot from Lewandowski, obviously, but uh, we would have liked to see more offense from the boys overall. So for the rest of the first half there, Bayern had really dominated possession. Defensively, they were really good. The back line was much, much better. Once again, this was the second game in a row. We saw a much more consistent performance from the foursome of David Alaba, Jerome Boateng, uh, Benjamin Pavar, and, and today it was Luca Hernandez at left back, and I thought the foursome did really well, particularly in the first half. Hernandez and Pavar were able to push up the field offensively when needed. They supported the offense. They were also able to rotate back defensively and make an impact that way. Again, very encouraging first half for those those four players on the back line. But overall in the first half, it was really just a dominant effort for Bayern Munich. We saw a lot of good creativity in passing. We saw some excellent, excellent wing play from Kingsley Coman and Serge Gnabry. Coman was especially dangerous when he had the ball on his foot. I mean, he looked like he had rockets on his feet today. And for Gnabry, it was it was really impressive because he looked more energetic and into it and creative uh, on the other wing. So it was it was good to see. And in the middle with Robert Lewandowski and Muller, Thomas Muller, who I didn't think I didn't think they were great today, but they were good enough to really help control play. I mean, Bayern just dominated. They held about 64% possession for the first half. And just overall, I mean, thoroughly went into halftime. And I, I mean, I know I was expecting this game to end up 3-0 or 4-0, to be honest, because they had looked so good in the first half. The second half, however, <laughs> was a lot different. Uh, FC Augsburg must have gotten some good uh, inspiration at halftime because I thought they came out more focused, stronger, and really uh, less fearful of Bayern Munich. I thought they played much more aggressive, and they were able to really take the game to Bayern in a lot of ways. And I thought one of the, the big turning points of the game was right around the 67th minute, we saw Hansi Flick sub out Robert Lewandowski and Serge Gnabry for uh, Leroy Sané and Quarantan Tolisso. And at that point, I really thought the game shifted. I thought instead of Bayern having control, uh, that FC Augsburg really took over. And Bayern was all out of sorts offensively. They couldn't get anything going. It really honestly looked like a mess. And it was really disappointing to see because you would hope that one player leaving the game like that in Lewandowski would, wouldn't have such a big effect. But unfortunately, it did. And of course, uh, Augsburg's pressure and improved play culminated and a handball call on Benjamin Pavard when his arm got a little bit too far away from his body on an attempted shot in the box. And that put 
Augsburg in the position where they could have tied the game uh, in the 76th minute, and that would have been for Bayern with the way they were playing offense. Uh, pretty much that would have been it for them. I think that the game would have ended in a draw, but Finn Bogesen uncharacteristically hit the post on his PK, and Bayern was saved because Manuel Neuer guessed the wrong way, and that would have been 1-1. And like I said, at that point, I'm not really sure Bayern could have mustered any more offensive uh, pressure to, to really break through Augsburg at that point. So, yeah, I mean, when we look at this game, it's going to come down to those two PKs and, and Bayern making theirs. But it really was a, a disappointing effort in the second half. And in some ways, you know, we can look at it and we can say, well, they have to be better. They need to be better. They need to be more crisp and consistent. But at the same time, I try and look at it from the player's perspective, and they have to be worn down and tired. And at this point in the season, you know, they went from a game over the weekend to a midweek game, and then another game on Sunday against Schalke. This was a recipe for disaster. They easily could have looked past Augsburg and lost this game. They maybe got a little bit lucky here on the missed PK, but they have to look at it. Byron has to look at this from the perspective of they're surviving this week. This is a, a, a killer schedule for these players, and it's been nonstop since the restart uh, last summer when you know we saw Byron finish off the Bundesliga, the, the Pokal, and the Champions League, and they really haven't had much of a break, and they're, they're not going to get one. So I think that coming out of this with three points is obviously great, and I know that every fan would like to see a more consistent performance, a more dominant performance throughout the game. But unfortunately, we're going to see many, many games like this during the season where Byron just looks on fire for one half and then comes out and just looks a little lethargic for another. And, you know, that's just the way of the world right now. I will say that one thing that I thought stood out, and it, it goes back to the substitution of Lewandowski and just how lost the team looked. I don't think it's a problem with the quality of players like Sané or Tolisso or even Musiala or Javi Martinez when they came in the game. It's not the quality of those players at all. I think they're all fine players in their own right. What I do think was a problem was how they fit in once they got there. Obviously, without Eric Maxim Chupo-Moting available due to the birth of a child, uh, Flick was really left without a natural backup striker. And when he took Lewandowski out, everything just fell apart. It seemed like that keystone of the offense was missing. And the players that were out there just didn't know what to do uh, to compensate for that. It really was a mess. Uh, and, and I don't say that often about any team uh, coached by Hansi Flick or any team that has players like Thomas Muller or Kingsley Coman or Joshua Kimmich or Leon Goretzka. It's nothing to do with that. It just was not functional there for most of the second half. So I would like to see when you know new players come in and when they're integrated into the lineup, whether they come in as substitutions or whether they're starting, just a little bit better cohesion and, and, and just anything to really just show that like there's not a drop-off. Because, again, it's not the quality of those players. It's just how they're interacting on the pitch right now. And maybe it just takes more time. But things just aren't clicking with certain combinations right now. 
And for Sané, I know we, we, he's been up and down and back and forth. Some days he looks great. Other days he looks lost. This was probably not one of his stronger efforts. So right now he's probably still the third man in that two-wing setup. And he's still got some work to do if he wants to usurp a position from Kingsley Coman or Serge Gnabry, at least in my opinion anyway. But don't let me digress anymore with this game. I think we all need to just really move along, take the three points and run. Uh, Byron has another game, and it's funny to say it's a big game considering it's Schalke, but Byron really does need to come out and have a convincing performance on Sunday. They need to build some momentum, and they need to show some consistency, and I think they're on the right track with that. I know this game was frustrating, and a lot of people probably might not be as optimistic afterwards as I am, but I think the three points is great. I think getting some rest tomorrow will be really good for the players. And I think they'll come out ready to play Schalke on Sunday, get another three points, and then look forward to another busy week. So once again, thanks for joining us in this post-game madness. We appreciate having the listeners join in right after the game. And we hope you enjoyed the show. Please drop us some comments or you can hit me up at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. I'm more than happy to inter interact with any of uh, you guys listening out there. I appreciate every second you can devote to us here. So thanks again, and we will see you next time.